Bienvenidos a Remenea, y all. My name is Vero Ayeti Flores. And I'm Miriam Soyla Perez, and we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists we love, and this week we have a new music episode for y'all because it's been a little bit, like maybe like a month or so, algo así. So yeah. we're starting off with one of Perez's picks. Yeah, so this is a new song by La Santa Cecilia along with Dueto Dos Rosas. Let's take a listen. This is called Dos Botellas de Mezcal. Todas las noches cuando agarro la botella Yo te miro dentro de ella Y me pongo a platicar Al rato siento que me abrazas y me aprietas Cual si fuera cosa cierta love Santa Cecilia always they're like one of my favorite groups I saw them live I'd love to see them again it was like a really beautiful show and it's very small and intimate which was awesome um this is a cover of a song that's been done by lots of Mexican groups it sounds like kind of like a traditional corrido or some sort of thing like that um but I'm just obsessed with La Marisol's voice like I think I've said on this show before that I feel like she has one of the best voices in music which is a really bold statement (laughs) it is a bold statement but I do have to say the first time that I ever encountered La Santa Cecilia, I didn't know who they were. They were live. I was at, like walking around at like some festival in Austin like over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I just heard her sing and it stopped me in my tracks. I was like, yeah. who is this? What is this? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. She is incredible. Yeah. She's incredible. Um, and so then the song they're performing with this group, Dueto Los Rosas, which is these two sisters from Oaxaca who also have really beautiful voices. And, um, yeah, they look pretty young. I don't actually know how old they are. I didn't find that information. But, um, but yeah, I love the, the combination of their three voices. And I th- this feels a little bit like San- Son Jarocho-esque to me. I don't know exactly, like, the differentiations between um, Son Jarocho and other types of music. But it has that, has that vibe to me. Mm. Um, especially, like, the Son Jarocho often has, like, a, I don't know, sometimes the singing has, like, a sadness to it, kind of. And I feel like there's a little bit of that in the way that they're singing. Um, so interesting. But um, but yeah, I just I love Santa Cecilia, and I love when they have new music out. Yeah, yeah, that's this is lovely. I love it. And I wanted to bring it first because I feel like, yeah, we don't do a, we you know we we're so Caribbean leaning. Uh, it was nice to like feature something not Caribbean like right up front. Mm-hmm. So amazing. So um, when did this come out? It looks like this came out um, two weeks ago. The video is really beautiful because it's a live 
Um, mm, it's a mm-hmm. live recording of them performing it, like kind of around. It looks like they're like sitting around a fire or something. You know, it just feels very. Yeah, it just sort of feels like, yeah, this is something that would happen or just happens that people are sitting around playing instruments and singing, you know, which is it's a little bit. Maybe that's why it reminds me of Son Harocho, because that's the vibe of Son Harocho. It's like a very much like a live music kind of genre where you play in community and you play for a long time. And it has a little bit of like an improvisational um, feel to it because it's yeah, it's like this thing that happens live and um, it's very like embedded in kind of community and gathering and stuff. So maybe that's what reminds me of that. Not that it's the only genre that you know, can play out that way. I mean, jazz has a very like improvisational, um, you know, side to it as well. But yeah, but yeah, what? Check out the video because it's um, it's sweet to see them doing this in 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 vivo. Love Cute. this collaboration. All right, your first one is a, a very different mood. <laughs> let's let's go yes. in that direction. Yes, um, this is very much in my most of my picks, not all of them, but most of my picks today are very much in my like fall. Mm-hmm. vibes which i tend to like slow down and get a little bit more experimental and this one um falls into that category mm-hmm. uh this one is by a peruvian born artist called daniela lalita and it, it's called no para came to mind when I was listening to this was haunting mm-hmm, that sounds right yeah which does feel like a fall mood yeah yeah I think so not I mean it is the spooky season approximately right. um but um I do yeah I think that this is very like um ethereal and haunting for sure mm-hmm. it's from the 1303 EP and that's like all spelled out in one word <laughs> um but uh, that came out in <laughs> September, but this came out towards the end of August. She's been sort of like releasing songs and visuals from the EP over the summer. Although, like I said, it does feel well with my like fit well with my personal fall vibes, um, which you know, this is the what I favor when it cools down. Speaking of haunting, have you watched the new Los Spookies season? Oh my god, I have not watched the new <laughs> Spookies because I'm sort of holding to wa- waiting to watch it with Jasmine Garst. Okay, yeah. Um, who is also a Los Spookies fan. Yeah. Um, 
but I've been re-watching the old ones mm-hmm. in preparation. All right, um, well, let I me know when you, like when you watch it. I don't like that they come out one at a time. I thought that I was going to be able to like binge it, and it's just like yeah. one episode a week, and I was like, oh, come on. I hate that these like services are making us wait in the way that TV used to. <laughs> um, so this is a new, is this a new artist for you? Yeah, new-ish. So she's been around for a minute, but this is really the first time that I've engaged uh, with her work. So um, I think that she's been like putting stuff out since maybe like, you know, a few years now. But um, but yeah, this is for me. She's new to me and I I really like this. This is like, yeah, it's it's dope. It's very different from from other stuff that I'm hearing right now. Yeah, and she's new to the podcast, I think, right? Yeah, she's definitely new to Talia Manao. We've never brought her before. Awesome. So she's um, Peruvian, but she's in New York City now? Yeah, she's based in New York City. And she sort of is a person that does a few different things. She's like a model and like a, you know, like does like, you know, these experimental installations Mm. and, you know, uh, loves all these um, different creative modalities and uh, you can see that a little bit in her visuals too. Her visuals are very beautiful and very like aesthetically precise is what I would say. Like nothing seems like it's an accident mm-hmm. um, in it, you know? Yeah. Or um, maybe that's not the way to say it, but you know, it seems like very careful, you know? Yeah. Purposeful. Yeah. And I like her and I think, um, you know, I was reading a little bit about her and she's, um, you know, has this talks about having a really, eclectic taste in music and like liking like medieval polyphonic choir (laughs) like all these like you know different um sounds which I really appreciate an artist Mm -hmm. that can um that has a lot of breath in what they listen to because I think that it uh it brings um you know just I love someone who can catch inspiration from many different sources yeah Sounds like someone you should be friends with, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what up, Daniela? <laughs> right, if you're listening to up. this, yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. All right, my next one is um, what was kind of an unexpected collaboration, which is why I wanted to bring it. So this is uh, Un Ladron by Wisin Yandel and Prince Royce. Let's take a listen. Practicar 50 sombras de 
this is a little bit of a different shift to trap yeah. moment. Yeah, I mean, it's not unusual for Prince Royce to be doing like urbano or reggaeton or movimiento kind of crossovers because he's been mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. But I think I think this surprised me a little bit because I feel like he usually collabs with like popier people. And I don't know. I mean, I know Wizzy and Iandel are popular, but I don't think of them as like pop reggaeton artists exactly. Um, but I don't know. I might be... I might be wrong about that, but I was surprised. I don't know. Do you think this is a surprising collaboration? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I think that like we sing it and they tend to be fairly liberal with their collaborations. I feel like they're they're you know they're so experimental with their sound mm. sometimes. Like they, yeah. I feel like they were some of the first reggaetoneros who did went into like the EDM moment and like mm. really, really you know like remember like un sexy like sexy right. was like right. yeah. so wild like right. when you think about it in the context of like urbano up until it happened or reggaeton up until it happened right. in that moment yeah um so it doesn't surprise me from them and Prince Royce you know like I feel like Prince Royce is just like not committed to bachata like in the way like you've talked about a lot like in the way or that Romeo. Like, for mm-hmm. example Romeo Santos is super committed to bachata Prince yeah. Royce is just trying to be a pop star yeah um, I think, is yeah. my feeling about him yeah he's more um he's yeah he's more willing to move around but so what I did like about this though as opposed to other collaborations that he's been a part of is that it still has a bachata sound to it so it feels more like this like marriage rather than just like him just like walking into reggaeton mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. you can it's it's not a traditional bachata by any means but it has that some of the rhythm and some of the sound and you can kind of a do a little bachata moment yeah exactly so i thought i like that better than some of the other um collabs he's doing i'm just like you just sound like a latin pop star like where's your where's your you know legacy where's your lineage in this you know mm-hmm. yeah, also sure. these guys announced their retirement but they announced it in this funny where they're like this is our final mission but like we haven't yet said when it's going to finish. <laughs> so it's like, oh. <laughs> like, okay, you're telling us you're sort of in the end of end of phase of something, but you're, I guess maybe they haven't decided yet um, when it's going to finish or I don't know. It feels a little bit like maybe it was a marketing stunt to get people to go to their tour. Not so sure. I it definitely mean, that's almost it worked on me. Feels like to me. I never believe artists and they're like, I'm retiring now. It's like, girl, why? I know. You know like, it's point. like, this is like, I mean, for most artists, like creating is part of, who they are and what they do and yeah. i know that like being a pop star is a lot more than just like creating your music like you have to like market it you have to perform you have to do interview cycle you have to you know there's all these things attached to it that artists often find really insufferable <laughs> you know because it's not like necessarily related to like the making of your art so like i understand that but i just don't believe it because people want to share their art you know um and then you have all these resources, you have all this stuff. And then like, I don't know, like Daddy Yankee is on his retirement tour right now. And it's like his last right. tour or whatever. And I just like, no le creo nada. Right. Yeah. It's Pero quien to... sabe, you know, like I, yeah. I hope he at least takes some time to rest. I feel like it sounds like Daddy Yankee is a workaholic um, and um, very, I don't know, sort of precise and disciplined. And maybe he needs something like that to be like, okay, I need to rest because he's not... Right, like accountability. Um, gonna do it otherwise. <laughs> yeah. But I just right. have a, I don't really believe that he's done. But who yeah. knows? Maybe he'll prove me wrong. Yeah, I mean, these two also like broke up as a duo and then did things on their own. Mm-hmm. And then this is them getting back together as a duo. So maybe it's really like this is our last sort of moment as a duo. Um, yeah. 
it did make me want to buy tickets to their tour, which I did not do, but they did kind of hook me in. I'm like, oh my God, is this the last time? <laughs> um, <laughs> so they almost got me no with that. that works. They almost got me with that. But, um, but yeah, I liked this. And like, you know, I'm not so mad at Royce because I, I know he's still doing bachata. So like the fact that he's sometimes doing um, collaborations, as long as he's still making bachata, which he is doing, I'm like, I'm fine. Do what do we need to do? <laughs> Just don't stop making bachata. I hope for your sake that he never does. <laughs> Thank you. It's all about me, obviously. Okay, we wanted to take a minute before our next song to remind y'all that we are soliciting songs, suggestions for our next Listener Picks episode. Yeah, remember if you've been listening for a minute that we've had a couple of Listener Picks episodes where we asked y'all to give us a little voicemail um a little voice note and a song suggestion and so that we can feature your picks on the show which we've really enjoyed Mm -hmm. um in the past you've put us on a couple of times and you know songs can be new the songs can be old it can be like an old classic that everybody's heard a million times that you just want to tell us how you feel about it Mm -hmm. like it doesn't have to be um anything in particular just like something that speaks to you let us know as long as it's by a Latinx artist, you can bring it. And um, and yeah, if you want to like tell a story about why this is important. I remember one person sent us a song and was like, I walked down the aisle with my wife to the song. And I was like, oh, you know, shit like that. So um, here <laughs> for your heartstrings. Are <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, here for your stories. So there's a link in the show notes to a Google form that I made to try to like streamline this a little bit. Um, where you can put your name, the name of the song, and then um, either ideally a voice memo. We love to hear your voices and get to include that on the show. So you can record a voice memo on your phone or on your computer and upload it. Or if you don't want to do that or can't do that, um, there's a a box for text that you can just put in like a paragraph about, you know, what it is you like about the song. And we will share, um, we'll we'll look through all the picks and then share some of them on an upcoming episode. Yeah, we're we're really looking forward to hearing what you have to uh, show us. All right, what's up next from you? So the next song is the newest single from an artist that I've been really loving lately. Her name is Young Miko. This song also features Liano, and it's called Salvaje. A mí me gustan salvaje, booty grande y tetas de silicón. A mí me gustan salvaje, que se graba hasta dentro de un avión. Se quita el distro y el corazón, mientras me brinca me enrola un blon. Baby, nunca le baje, nunca le A mí me gustan salvaje, booty grande y tetas de silicón. A mí me gustan salvaje, que se graba hasta dentro de un avión. Se quita el distro y el corazón, mientras me brinca me enrola un blon. Baby, nunca le baje. Cambia su trazo lenguaje, una cuero silvestre Me pide que la secuestre, lo que quiera le demuestre She like it rough, la dejo que se manifieste Me gustan salvaje, double C's when I lay on that cleavage Que me besé los tatuajes, bougie bad bitch, I look conceited Me baila tango en la Durango, cuando se vaya rápido le extraño Panty de mango, dura de rango, lleno skirt Con ella que ando, me gusta quitarle ese maón Hacerlo en la playa en rincón Dice que Miko chinga cabrón Acabo y llega que tengo bajón A mí me gustan salvaje Puri grande y tetas de silicón A mí me gustan 
salvaje Que se graba hasta dentro de un avión Se quita el gistro y el corazón Mientras me brinca me enrolo So I really just wanted to bring Young Miko because I feel like it's been an oversight that we haven't brought her yet. Um, usually when I bring new music, I try to keep it within like the last month or so. But a couple of months ago, she um, released this song called B off her album Trap Kitty. And the song is with Bray, who is like a person who I've lo loved for a long time. I love Bray. We brought him to the podcast a bunch of times. Um, and... I just, I really like Young Miko. The song B is like this like bisexual anthem. Um, <laughs> highly recommend. Love to see a out queer um, woman in, um, you know, the general movimiento slash urbano world. Um, and um, so I would have brought that, but it's not really that new. But I also really like this one, which is called Salvaje, which came out um, just yesterday as of the recording of this podcast, but um, a little bit about a week before y'all are hearing this. So um, I really like her. Bad Bunny recently brought her out um, for his concert at El Choli in San Juan. So she's got like this Bad Bunny cosign um, and she's just like doing the thing. I, I really like her. I like her flow. I like her style. Um, and yeah, Trap Kitty, check it out if you have not yet. Okay, question for you about Bad Bunny. Have you seen sort of like the commentary about him like getting upset at his shows and like walking off stage? Who, Bad Bunny? Uh-huh. Oh no, I have not. I don't I don't know the details of what's going on if if it I just saw like some commentary on TikTok, but I don't know if it's just like I think maybe on that show he was having issues with the the sound, like the tech mm, and got frustrated. So but, frustrating. But yeah, I also wonder like how he's doing burnout wise, you know, like it's really oh, hard. Yes. That man has not stopped working in like five years. Yeah, and like, you know, there's been multiple like tropical disasters like during that time. So it's probably not easy to be like traveling on tour when like people on your island are without, you know, basic necessities like power. So, yeah, yeah. And we do know from um, back when in like 2019 ish, when um, there were the protests in Puerto Rico, um, against the governor um, and all that controversy that he was on tour and he was just really tortured about being away at a time where mm. um, stuff was going on on his island and he had things to say and he like he actually left his European tour mm. to show up to the protests um, yeah. which was the first time that I, I remember seeing Bad Bunny take like a really explicitly um, an outward facing political position um, and uh, sort of the beginning of of um, my understanding of Bad Bunny's politics. So it, it does have to be hard. Yeah. But I do, you know, speaking of his politics, I, I think one of the things that where young Miko comes into place is that he's been um, really lifting up a lot of women artists and um, specifically a lot of queer women artists, you know, like, like La Villana um, was also an artist that he brought out to... Um, to his show at El Choli, and um, I think that um, Villana connected with Visa at like a Bad Bunny, like through Bad Bunny, um, and we we brought her um, collaboration with Visa to one of our, I think maybe our last new music episode or one of our last episodes, but um, but yeah, so I, I appreciate that about about him for sure. 
Yeah, one of the many things we love about Bad Bunny. <laughs> All right. You have our next song, Pérez. What is the next from you? All right. So this song is called La Siguiente, and it's by Cani Garcia and Cristian Nodal. Let's take a listen. Me está gustando la mujer que poco a poco he podido rescatar. Tenías razón cuando decías aquel día que tenía que cambiar. Tenía que cambiar de novio y compañero, tenía que empezar de cero y arrancarte de raíz. Debía saber que cuando más feliz me vieras, ibas a volver por mí. Pues para ti el amor nunca fue primero, siempre estuvo de tercero. Tú y luego tú y después yo si es que pasaba por tu mente. Pues para ti el amor nunca fue primero, era como andar soltero. Yo ando enamorada y convencida de que ya no quiero verte. Ya ni te preocupes como estoy, que te preocupe la siguiente. ¿Y qué esperabas de este perro callejero? Que le enseñaron de todo menos amar. Yo la cagué porque dejé que hablar el miedo. Y me callé lo que no se debe callar. Y mientras So, Cristiano has been on my radar because Romeo... Um, one of the songs on the new Romeo album is a collaboration with him. Mm. And so that's honestly like why I recognize his name when I was looking for, for new music. And um, here he's collaborating with uh, another Caribeño, a Puerto Rican, Cani Garcia. And so um, I, I like this because I feel like, like I like right now, I mean, not, not just like in this moment, but I think generally over the last couple of years, I've just been interested in like diversifying what I'm listening to and a lot of that means like listening to music from outside the Caribbean because that's so much of what I know and love and like go to. And so what I like about this is that, you know, he has a lot of different um, sounds and like this feels like a little bit like Mexican traditional light. You know, it's like a poppy song yeah. that has yeah. some of those undertones, but isn't like super overt. And so I feel yeah, like it's a sure. good, yeah, it's like an accessible crossover, I guess, for people who don't necessarily... Um, listen to Mexican traditional music much or don't have a lot of exposure to it. So that's one of the reasons that I liked it and wanted to bring it. It kind of feels like a pop bolero style something. Mm. Um, and, you know, by bolero style, I think I just mean like a ballad, you know, like that kind of, which oh, okay, yeah. those this exist. doesn't sound like a bolero to me. No, I think it's it's the ballad. It's the like okay. the singing, the, you know, the, yeah, the tone of it. Um, so, yeah, I, I was like intrigued by this got it all i know about christina that is that he was beefing with jay balvin but <laughs> but you I don't know what the beef don't is. don't know the nature of the beef because not i helpful. did not care to inquire it's <laughs> <laughs> really unhelpful <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> well hopefully it's not christian being problematic because that would be just unfortunate like, it's like two dudes with tennis ball hair don't care oh does christian Nodal also have like yellow hair or yeah neon this hair video he did and it, wasn't it, it blue, I don't, it blue? I don't know i thought it was neon green but maybe it was i didn't i didn't actually pay attention to the video so 
I think also um, in the pictures that I saw of like this person is beefing with this person. It's like yeah. they both have kind of small hair, and I was like, okay, okay, all right, that's okay. cool. Y'all go <laughs> off. judging them based on that. <laughs> yeah, I no. I can't speak to anything about him, but except yeah. his Romeo, his recent Romeo um, <laughs> moment, <laughs> and this song. So that's as far as it Got goes. It. Did you like this? Um, it's all right. I don't dislike it, but I probably won't listen to it again. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's not ballads aren't my shit necessarily. Yeah. Although I do love boleros. Boleros yeah, are right. my shit. Right. But like boleros come with like a kind of drama that is, <laughs> you know. Like, this has some. I mean, it's not as dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. I like kind like of a cortavenas level of drama, yeah. and this mm-hmm. isn't quite that. This is just yeah. like a nice, like lovey ballady song, which yeah. is you know I I don't think I dis I don't dislike it, but it's just right. not, you know my my thing most of the time. Y'all, if you haven't listened to our Corta Venas episode, it's it's really good. You should Ooh, go back good. and look into that. Yeah. All right. What's your last one for the main part of this episode? My last one is a treat, actually. This is an artist that you brought once before to um, to one of our episodes, our Bujo mm-hmm. episode back in 2019. This is an artist called Anais Azul. This song is called Vulnerable. Let's take a listen. Anais Azul, I'm excited to bring because um, they're not a really big artist necessarily. Um, and they're on our radar because um, I think we met at the New Latin Wave Festival oh. um, back when we tabled in like the that was fall really fun. of 2018. Yeah, that was a really fun event. We met a, a lot of dope people. I think we saw like El Alo Negro there. Um, and um, it might have been the first time that, um, that we met in person. Um, but it was a really, a really sweet, cool event, and I think that that's where we first met Anais Azul, and then uh, you brought one of their songs to one of our episodes back then. Um, but they haven't really released music in the last few years up until um, this this week. Today, um, a project comes out from them. Um, this week, uh, they're releasing a project, an EP, a five-song EP, um, and it's about exploring all sorts of different kinds of love 
Mm-hmm. Um, so like love of community and romantic love and like friend love and, you know, self-love. So, um, you know, shout out Bell Hooks. I'm a fan of all the kinds of explorations of different kinds of love because there's so, um, so much emphasis often in our cultural uh, production uh, on romantic love, which is great, but also not the only kind. So I love an exploration. So um, shout out Bell Hooks and all the black feminists who taught me that. But this song, um, Vulnerable, is really, really lovely. I just, um, I love the sounds, you know, I love the way they sound and the way that they use vocals is really beautiful to me. Um, and I don't know, to me, it's reminding me really of like Juana Molina, um, which I love. So um, I don't know if that is one of their inspirations, but um, yeah, it's dope. Awesome. I'm excited to listen to the whole EP. I love this. Yeah, yeah, Idea. it's sweet. And thank you, Anais, for... Anais emailed us and was oh, like, by beautiful. the way, like, this is coming. And I appreciate um, them touching base with us. Um, so excited about this and excited for them to continue exploring their art because I, I love... I, f- I feel like their vocals are part are the part that are really the most... Um, the thing that I'm most excited about from their music. So, um, yeah, check it out. Beautiful. I like that you're bringing songs about love. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't really know that it was a song about love until I pulled their description of this EP. So, um, and this song is called "Vulnerable," um, which is I, I, you know, I I really was blown away by the way that it sounds, and I'm sure the lyrics mm. are beautiful too, but they're not as per usual. What what really hit me? You're about paying it. attention to. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Snuck in there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. As always, the information about all the songs is in the show notes at RileyManea.com. And make sure to follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on all the platforms. We also have a cute little newsletter where we send you all sorts of like things we're reading and things we're into. Um, So check that out thanks so much to Maite for editing and remember if you have a listener pick for us please submit it we would love 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 to hear from you you'll find a link to the google form where you can do that on our show notes hasta la próxima bye